We've been thinking about our morning routines as followers of Jesus. And I wanted to add this reflection on the sunrise here. Don't worry, I'm not necessarily suggesting by the order of these reflections that we wake, read our Bibles and pray before sunrise. We might do though, but I think the way we engage with creation, including the sun, is an important part of life with Jesus day by day. Humanity and the rest of the created world have a close bond. In Genesis, humans are made from the dust of the ground, and when humanity sinned, creation was cursed. Thorns and thistles emerged as a result of humanity's sin. No longer would the creation work for us and with us. The ground would become dangerous to us. Work would become toilsome for us. Whilst this world is not now what it was made to be, one day there will be a new creation when Jesus returns to make everything right again. Right now, we His people are called to push back against those thorns and thistles, push back against the curse with the speech and the life of the gospel. We'll think about that when we come to our reflection on work. And I think we're called to tend and look after creation as we were originally called to do by the Lord. But when it comes to our relationship with creation, there's one thing I just want to reflect further upon here. And that's how creation proclaims the gospel of Jesus to us. Psalm 19 makes this point, and see also Romans chapter 10. Psalm 19 starts like this. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. The psalmist believes that the skies speak to us. Not with words, but their voices heard throughout all the earth. But what exactly are they saying? Well, he gives an example. He says, in the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It's like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. When the psalmist looks at the sun, he sees a bridegroom that rises from his chamber in the east and like a champion, runs his course to the west. In the Bible, east is away from God. Think about Genesis chapter 3, where Adam and Eve are sent east of Eden, and west is towards God. Think about Abraham's journey. So, this light of the world is a champion, bridegroom, heading towards God. Does it sound familiar? Of course, it's the story of Jesus, the great light of the world, champion of his people, bridegroom of the church, who leads his people from our exile in the east back towards the Father. This way of seeing the world, of seeing the Son, is perhaps why the Apostle can write, this is the gospel that you heard, and that has been proclaimed to every creature on the heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. The Apostle Paul writes that in Colossians 1, 23. For the psalmist and for Paul, creation proclaims the gospel of Jesus. However, and this is important, without scripture, we're blind and deaf to the gospel in creation. Without God's word, we cannot see. Even though it screams out to us, creation screams out to us the good news about Jesus in our sin, We're too deaf and blind to hear and see. We need the scriptures to open our eyes to who God is, 
to what the world is really like and what the world is really saying and who we are. Perhaps that's why Psalm 19 moves to reflect upon the scriptures. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The scriptures, like creation, testify to Jesus. As we read the scriptures, the Spirit opens our eyes to see Jesus on every page. And as we put on these spectacles of scripture, as the theologian John Calvin used to call it, we begin to see how the universe has Jesus' fingerprints all over it, and how the universe proclaims the gospel of Jesus to us, even this side of the new creation. I think that makes for so much fun as we look around us. Jonathan Edwards, the great American theologian, has this book called Images of Divine Things, and he used to look out at the world and reflect upon what it says about God and the gospel of Jesus. His stuff on spiders in particular is worth checking out, but do try and get hold of that book if you can. Of course, when Jesus walked around earth, he walked around as if he understood everything completely, and he did. He talked about sleep and seeds, as if he completely understood what they were about, as if they meant something. That's the kind of world Jesus invites us into. A world full of meaning and wonder and excitement. A world full of the gospel when we have eyes to see and ears to hear. So if we wake up in time for the sunrise, may it remind us of our great bridegroom and champion, Jesus, who leads us back into the presence of the Father. But what else might we see if we put on those spectacles of scripture?